0: Meeting today's challenges with yesterday's experiences. Senior wisdom is your opportunity to take in wisdom gained by our elderly population and apply this insight to your own life. It's a time machine of sorts, sending you back the challenges of pre-millennial days and places that stretch across the globe. Being mechanically inclined, Lowell Robinson began learning to run all the machines in Woodshop, and that experience directed him into auto shop. Lowell would take as many as four old vehicles per year to his school's auto shop, fix them, and then sell them. He learned how to fix cars by doing just that. He worked on the cars. Lowell pointed out that learning can be accomplished by yourself, in a school program, or even at a local auto shop. Just go in and tell the business owner that you want to learn how to fix cars and you're willing to do any kind of work in the auto business. Lowell even offers this in his business today. Learning by getting involved is the best way to adapt into a new business. Lowell sees resourcefulness as the first step to finding opportunities to learn. After that, you just learn to adapt yourself to fit within the new learning experience. It really works. Senior Wisdom is ready to share another golden nugget. So adjust the volume on your laptop or handheld device and soak into a conversation with Lowell Robinson. Well, growing up is always a kind of an exciting thing when we look back to it. And I'm sitting here today with Lowell Robinson, and we've been reflecting back on the days, the early days, when cars were like the thing, for, especially for a guy. Lowell, uh, up here in Grass Valley, back in probably the 30s and 40s I mean there are some classic cars even today we, we look and we want to own one of those cars that have been refurbished
1: mm-hmm. yes they uh, they were quite a challenge and toward the end of World War 2 new cars were very very difficult to come by and uh, of course my first opportunity was in woodshop I was able to uh, in Wood shop. Learned to run all the machines that, uh, that was in the wood shop, and I was adapted to running machinery. I think. And uh, Doctor Fro- i mean, our Frost was the name of our shop teacher. Did he ever and, explain to you why cars were at such uh, were so
0: hard to come by?
1: Was it? Well, the cars that that came in uh, auto shop. And that's the reason that uh, I got into cars because the, during the war, and the, hard, the cars were hard to come by and uh, and some people weren't adapted to machinery. And I seemed to be adapted to be able to work on machinery and try and fix things if it needed it. And uh, in the auto shop, uh, the other kids didn't have much to do. So I always had things that I wanted better and one was my army truck I bought out of Reno. Uh, the first thing we did after I had it uh, gutted, I took it up to the auto shop and we sanded it all down and, and the teacher and the other kids helped me sand it down because they didn't have anything to do. And we painted it. Then I found out that uh, uh, cars, were extremely hard to come by. And for some reason, here and there, there was a tr- car that had some damage done to it or the motor uh, wasn't running. And I would go purchase that car for $25 or something or something like that. And I would drag it up to the high school.
0: But how did you know how to fix it? I mean, they
1: were complicated. I was mechanically inclined.
0: Did you have to get some training, or did you have to well, you kick up, you know, open up a book or something? How'd no, you do it?
1: no, no. You just learned by your hands of doing, and the shop teacher. If you were adapted to uh, equipment and uh, doing that kind of thing, you grabbed a hold of it pretty fast because you wanted to know. You know, wanted to know how an engine was made and how it made it work, and uh, so we would. Uh, if it had an engine that uh, had the valve grind, valves burnt on it, we would take the head off and we would grind the valves and and we'd put it back on. And it would run, and then uh, they would have we'd have the teacher with the other kids that didn't have nothing to do. They would sand the car down and I'd paint it, and then I would take it out and sell it. But I always knew there was another one to buy, and I'd go drag it in and we do the same thing, and I think it took three or four cars every year from high school that I used to be able to repair and sell and keep always have a dollar in my pocket.
0: That was a really good program. I think we even have that type of program today at, at our various high schools, right? The uh, auto mechanic sort of... Uh,
1: there is, but there I w- I've always been surprised that there's so many at times they've asked me to come up to the high school and talk to the auto mechanics uh, place and for some reason some of the younger people today don't seem to be interested in doing anything to make their life better and uh, I always can remember one of the times I went up there and I was going to give a talk and two or three of the kids got up and just walked out they didn't want to listen to what I explained a little bit in the in their auto shop of how they could learn to take care of their own car, put in their own brakes, and uh, do any of the things that made life better for them. All they had to do was adapt themselves uh, to do it. You can learn to do lots of things, but the only thing I didn't learn to do was computers. So, <laughs>
0: so really, what what you learned during those early years was to. Uh, to just go after and learn what you needed to learn to uh, achieve these particular goals.
1: Oh yeah, it worked, and uh, it worked good. I mean, as far as I was concerned, and I always had my own car, too, and uh, like I say, I'd buy a car that had maybe the front wheel knocked off of it, and I'd go down to the junkyard at Boston Ravine. It used to be down there, and old Cresswell would find me the parts to fix that front end on that pick uh, car and I'd take it back and uh, put the front end on it and put tires on it and then I always had a car to drive to school. And uh, a lot of the kids were jealous of you because you had a car, but all you had to do was get off your dead butt and earn one in order to have one.
0: And and you did, too.
1: And it worked.
0: Well, you know, I, th- I think maybe if we were to apply this today to today's world, it would be to develop the attribute of resourcefulness, you were quite resourceful in uh, in turning something that was all broken and not working into something that was not only functional but but desirable to a lot of people.
1: Well, it's needed very badly today. the new the new vehicles that you got have got very, very complicated to work on, and it's really a challenge to understand how some of the electronics that they've got on the newer vehicles now, that you need to know, and like the mechanics we have now here, we have to buy the books to understand some of the electronics and how they work and that. But all you have to do is get them and have somebody that's interested in doing that, and he can get it done. And so what would you suggest
0: to somebody uh, of, uh, let's say, 16 and up. What would you suggest to them as far as uh, being resourceful? Where would they find their resources?
1: Well just learn to do it. I mean there's opportunities we have it uh, here. We'll take some kids from high school and let them come down here and work for a couple of hours a couple of days a week. And there's some of them that really want to learn and they're not adapted. There's lots of people including myself who was not adapted to do certain things. And if you're mechanically inclined, uh, you better learn to do that and, uh, and learn to fix your own car. And you'd be surprised how many people or kids, they can't even change a flat tire in a car. They've never done it. They've never been interested to, to uh, do that. And uh, it's just an opportunity to learn if you adapt yourself. And all you have to do is adapt yourself to uh, convince yourself that uh, you want to learn to do these things because there isn't any problem to it. It's a little bit late for me some of the new things, but uh, and I shouldn't have. I should have gone further along in electronics than I have personally, but. I've still been mechanically inclined and still am today.
0: So really finding those resources in a high school or within the school district is one thing, but also just walking in on an automotive business and saying, hey, you're here to learn. You're You're even willing to just spend a couple hours
1: for free learning. That would be really desirable. Yeah, you go into an auto shop and, uh, and agree to wash cars or, or clean up the floor or something, and while you're doing that, if you're interested, you're watching somebody else, what they're doing. And we have it over there, we got a, uh, a kid now that's in high school that's working over here now, and uh, he is really, really interested in, in doing some of the mechanical work. And but I tell him, oh, you got to clean the floor first before you can watch and, and help a mechanic uh, do some of the work. But he's real interested. He's getting some of his own tools. Uh, if you're interested enough to do it, you can do it. And, and there's young people still coming along that will do it. And it is more valuable if you do it yourself.
0: Right. And
1: again, uh, you're exercising,
0: be more resourceful.
1: Yeah. And that will carry you through life, really. Oh, all the rest of your life, yeah. Whether you're at home or where you are, I mean, uh, there's so many things that you can learn uh, to do. And the opportunity is there if you'll take advantage of it.
0: Well, Lowell, I appreciate that message. I think I'm going to get a little bit more resourceful myself. (laughs) Thanks a bunch. (laughs) It'll work. I know it. I know it. See you later.